This is Andy Gutierrez from StarWars.com, and you are listening to Coffee with Kenobi with Dan Z. This is the podcast you're looking for. This is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Coffee with Kenobi. We are your spoiler-free place for Star Wars discussion, analysis, and rhetoric. I am your host, Dan Z, drinking One Nation coffee out of my Celebration Chicago coffee mug for a very specific reason. We're going to talk a lot about Star Wars Celebration. We are, of course, quite a few months away, but it's not too early to start thinking about and planning for the excitement of that wonderful event. Joining me in this endeavor to talk about the excitement of Star Wars Celebration is now a Star Wars Celebration veteran, Mr. Tom Gross. Ah, yes. Hello. As always, nice to be here, and I am looking for... It's never too early to start planning, especially for something like this. And when we talk about things that I've learned and now as a veteran, planning is key. Planning is absolutely key for everything that you do, so you need to be sure to be mindful that speaking of planning, Coffee with Kenobi is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. For all of your travel needs to plan your trip to Galaxy's Edge and the Disney theme parks, cruise lines, or anywhere you want to go on vacation, go to www at coffeewithkenobi.com slash mousefantravel and sign up for a free, no-obligation quote. You'll have the best vacation possible and help out Coffee with Kenobi in the process. So we're going to talk about Star Wars Celebration, and a lot of this is going to be kind of me asking you some questions. Uh, and, of course, you can feel free to, to shoot out whatever comes to your, to your mind. But what do you love personally about Star Wars Celebration, considering now that you have been to one? When I think back and, like, I just... When I get the picture in my mind of what Star Wars Celebration was like last year in Chicago, um, the first thing that comes to mind is the the massiveness of it, how big it is, and how much there is to do, to see, people to talk about, and it's all about one thing, and that is Star Wars. And so, it's so that that is what comes to mind when I think about uh, Star Wars Celebration. But um, I guess what I would say. In, in a more specific way is the, what I love about Star Wars Celebration is, is that conversation. Meeting people on the show floor that you've never met before and they have their idea of what Star Wars is and I have my idea of what Star Wars is and you can just start up that conversation anywhere. I remember uh, Corey Club and I were standing in line for the store and, and you're in the, the you know those those cattle lines that just zigzag back and forth and you just, and you see the same people every time you go around and you start conversations just with people in front of you behind you and some of it was talking about the city but most of it most of it revolved around simple basic questions we ponder every day like what is your favorite film or what did you think about this aspect of something regarding Star Wars and it was just I don't know. I never got tired of talking about it. I mean, we do the show every week. And so, of course, we never get tired of it. But but I wondered if, if I'd have a little Star Wars burnout when I was at Celebration. But Because it's always oh. a new person. It's always a new person, a new group of people that you're talking with. Uh, that's interesting. I never thought of it that way before, so I appreciate your perspective. I uh, I love, and you know, being an idea con sort of helped me rem- remember this. But, you know, I've heard a lot of people... In the world of education, talking about, you know, this is where I get to talk to my Twitter friends. This is where I get to talk to my educator friends and family that I don't get to see on a daily basis. And I thought, yep, it's community. That is what I love about Celebration. It is a community. It's a bunch of like-minded people who may have different perspectives on something, but still, at the end of the day, they all love Star Wars. And we do. Mm -hmm. So we're able to get together, talk about it, celebrate it with people we don't normally get to talk with. And I love that so much. Yeah, it just it fills my cup. I mean, there are yeah. other, and yeah, obviously we're well-rounded people, and I think you know everyone in the fandom is to a sense. But well, there are other things that we do love. We love our families. We love our children. We even like Marvel movies and and uh, you know other yeah, things other than Star Wars. But it definitely is one of those parts of my life that when I'm filled on Star Wars, I'm feeling pretty good about things. And you also get to see you know incredible cosplay and <laughs> super exclusive merchandise and the vendors and the you know like there'll be all kinds of booths where we've got vintage Kenner stuff from Star Wars back yep. in the 70s and 80s which I absolutely love too um, the merchandise is tricky though especially the exclusive stuff whether it's Funko or Hasbro or whatever because 
how it's always happened is you have to be in a lottery and you have to be able to do in order to get a chance to buy these things. It's gone to the days where you wait in a line, which I guess is a mixed blessing, right? Those lines were tricky, but there was also part of the fun, part of the thrill, part of the euphoria, at least for me. And when you didn't always know you're going to get it. I guess this way, and that we can talk about this with the panels too, you may not be guaranteed to get one, but if you, you get the win with the lottery for merchandise or for a panel, at least you know before you get there you can plan accordingly because you're going to be able to purchase that item. But it does make for it to be tricky. It doesn't really matter who you are. I'll never forget back at Celebration Orlando, Matt Martin of the Lucasfilm Story Group tweeting out that he wanted to buy some Funkos, but he didn't get picked for the lottery. And he's Matt Martin. He's making these stories yeah. and helping to craft the direction creatively of these stories. And he wasn't able to do it either. I have to say, as a, as a person who doesn't particularly, on a general basis, like the crowds, I'm not a person who's super patient to stand in long, long lines. Although, as I mentioned, Star Wars Celebration is a little different because you do have that camaraderie with everyone that's there. I did like the lottery. Now, this is also coming from someone. I didn't get a single one. Um, and uh, there were those... Even for the panels, did you? Um, I, I got I into... I was in one of the side... I got the lottery for, like, not the room for the Phantom Menace uh, panel, but it was. I was in one of the side rooms that had the, the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. only, oh, that was that the only thing that I got. Counts. Yeah, it counts. Um, but, but that was the only, only thing I got. I didn't get any of the toy uh, lotteries or any, anything. And, but you know what? Like you said, that allowed me to have the freedom to know you know what, I can just go enjoy things and do other things, and, uh, and, and I'm fine with that. I was, I was slightly disappointed. I wanted to get one of the Lego. What I was really pining for was the Lego, and I don't even remember what it is now, so not, not all that uh, important. Was it, a, was it a, a Death Star thing with the Stormtroopers with Han I, and Luke? I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember, to be honest with you. But, but So I didn't have to waste my time standing in line only to get up there and be like, oh, I didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, there were so each of the expo. Ta- while we're talking about the expo, there were the ex- there were the morning time rushes where you try to get in and get a signed copy of a book or a special yep. cover of a book or yep. something like that. And even there, I only got one. <laughs> every day. I went in to try to get the uh, special cover for Jedi. Um, what was uh, J- Jedi Apprentice? Was that? Master and Apprentice. Master and Apprentice, that is. I never got it. But uh, the only thing I got after leaving those lines, one was on the very last day on Sunday, I was walking down the the main aisle and I I saw some people in in a short line and I I just said, what is this line for? And they said, oh, it's for the the lapel pin TIE fighter pilot. I was like, oh, all right, I'll get in line for that. I wanted to buy it. That's where I got my, um, my oh, hat. Oh, cool my, hat. Yeah. You and Corey got And I was like, well, I'll get in line. I wanted to buy the hat anyway. And so that's the only exclusive I got from Star Wars uh, Celebration, and I'm just fine with that. Well, good. And it saves you money. <laughs> it did save me. Because it sometimes you have money. a habit, because we can have a habit, and I've certainly been guilty of this over yeah. the years, uh, better as I've gotten older, but to just see things and they're exclusives, and you buy them, and you're excited, and you don't really quite budgeted out but because we're talking about this so early people will have a chance to start budgeting putting money aside do you have suggestions for people who are starting to budget for star Wars celebration about kind of good ways to do that who um well i mean so i think as far as like coming up with a dollar amount or something like that no i, I don't think so just off the top of my head but the one thing i would say is when they start releasing some of those uh, announcements of what some of the exclusives are going to be right. or things like that plan it out you know otherwise you're going to be dropping hundreds potentially thousands of dollars on things before you know it because there there is so much cool stuff unique stuff vintage stuff exclusive things you know make sure you've got a plan and uh and so that you don't walk away a disappointed or b <laughs> with a very empty wallet and maybe some unhappy people at home uh when you when you walk home and you say well i got all this cool stuff but eh, uh the mortgage payment um so uh, yeah. i mean it's all about planning and being aware of what's there and when i got i remember when i got there and i I do a lot of cons, nothing as big as celebration, but uh, one thing I do when I go to a con is I do walk the I do walk the show floor before I ever touch the wallet so that I know what's there, who's there, what are the things that I'm really passionate about getting, and then 
then I, I put the money in my pocket and then I walk around and, and, and prioritize. No, I like that. I think that's smart. You, uh, I, one thing that I recommend that people do, uh, and then just do something little. Like if you saved $5 a week, mm-hmm. you had 20 bucks a month. You know, if, if celebration is six months away, you had about yeah. 200 bucks. I mean, yeah. that's nice. That's yeah. nice extra money to get that exclusive, that statue you've been eyeing, or a bunch of little things, or just some little extra fun spending money to give to your kids if you're bringing them to celebration. Or you can literally you can save a dollar a day. Like, literally, at the end of each day, take a dollar out of your wallet, out of your purse, put it in a special envelope in your closet that you don't use. Mm-hmm. That's another way to do that as well. It's a great idea. And, and when you do that, then you don't have to worry about getting yourself in the debt. Don't get yourself in the debt for celebration. Plan for it. That's why the announcements come out so early. Because it can get pricey. But there are ways to cut costs and to save money. You know what else helps to save money is take pictures. Yeah, t- talk about that. That's a good. That's a good one. So you know, when you're walking around, you're seeing exclusives or you're seeing displays of things. You're like, oh, that'd be really cool to have. Sometimes it's it's. It, I, I've learned it's not necessarily the, the the ownership of something. It's just I want the memory of it being there. And so I would take pictures of certain booths or certain items that I saw. And 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 then when you go back to revisit those, you're like, oh, that was so cool or whatever. And so, you know, by taking pictures on the show floor of stuff, that, that's what helps aid the memory. And then it, then you make the decision of what really, what's something that I really need or that I really want to hold on to to have that memory of Star Wars Celebration. So, yeah, my phone is out constantly when I'm walking around the show floor or just the convention in general. Right. And I just take, I, I, t- I probably took 400 pictures uh, now that takes a long time. Now, of course, you also know that I sometimes take two or three pictures of oh, one thing to make sure I yes. get the right picture. Yes, you do. Well, you know, my Google Pixel phone now has that slide where I can find the, the perfect picture of that moment that I snapped. Really? So it does. I haven't seen that yet to show me that. You do take good pictures with that phone for sure. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah, I think pictures are a great way to uh, save money because, it, again, it's, it's, more, it's less about the, the object or the material thing than it is about the memory. I like that very much. Let's talk about your favorite memories from the last celebration. I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of them. Uh, I mean, for me, one of the the easy one, and the, I think the most important one for me was hanging out with you and Corey so much, getting to see Dennis, getting to meet LJ, getting to meet uh, all these incredible people, uh, Jim Caprin, uh, that are just kind and and good people that have become our friends and become like Star Wars family. Laughing with you guys in the hotel those late nights, we're just being. <laughs> super slap happy and super silly and obnoxious, doing push-up contests. You know, just crazy stuff. Like it's like we kind of become like these rambunctious college kids again. You're just yeah. having fun. It kind of brings out your inner child in, in, in a good, you know, a good, healthy, mature way. It was still a very, very fun way. So that that is one. So I'm just going to give you one now. You give me one, then I'll give you another one. Well, it's hard to come up with a memory that's not attached to some to, to somebody else. You know, uh, so like, so I guess I'll. Uh, if we're going to go through a numer- uh, number of these, the first one I'll start with, we've, told, we've talked about on the show before, is when they um, revealed the, they had the, uh, um, the Rise of Skywalker panel. Yeah. And, uh, of course, didn't get into that. And so Corey and I, we, we tried to get up close to the Star Wars show stage, and, of course, that was jam-packed. And we couldn't even get to a position. We were trying to angle ourselves through some of the booths to be able to see up there. And we're like, you know what? Forget it. Let's, let's just find a quiet place, get on our phones, and sit. And so we, we were probably, I don't know, 200 feet away from the crowd. And I could barely, if I craned my neck to the left, I could see, I could see part of the screen above the stage. But what was really cool is the, is the feed uh, coming through our phones was about 15 to 20 seconds post oh, yeah, yeah. the actual event. Yeah, yeah, like a and so, delay. So we would hear the crowd to our left just go crazy and and like we would tense up and I'd like elbow Corey. I'm like, oh something good's coming, something good's coming. And then oh and I'll never forget just watching that with the reaction about fifteen seconds ahead of our reaction. And just it was pretty it was, special. It was really cool. And to be able to share that moment with Corey was uh, was awesome. And so that that would probably be when I think of Star Wars celebration and specific memories, that's right up there. It's hard to beat that. But I think I got a pretty good one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> no, no. It's the podcast meetup. That might be my favorite 
moment as far as just like an actual event because there were there were hundreds of people in that room. Uh, podcasts from all over. I got to meet so many brand new podcasters, new podcasts. It was a wonderful place to market and to network, but to reconnect with friends. Um, spent a lot of time with longtime friends. It's just wonderful. You know, you and I, Dennis, Clayton, uh, gosh, I can't, LJ again. And I can't think of all the names of the people. There's so many. Skywalking Through Neverland was there. Lisa was there hiding in the corner. That's right. <laughs> and it was just. It was just absolutely wonderful. Becca Benjamin. Jay, I taught Jay Krebs how to floss. Remember you that? You did. I, I yeah. have that on video, by the way. <laughs> it was just so great. I just felt so alive and so happy Leland Chi was there. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to show up. You know, uh, it's Amy just, Ratcliffe. Amy Ratcliffe, yep. of course, was there. Uh, Brian Young. James Burns. I mean, it's oh, like yeah, a, a who's yeah. who of everybody's in it the podcast. Awesome. And if you have a podcast and you're listening to this, we're going to talk about this later, but... For the podcast meetup, we want you to be a part of that as well. Again, I'll bring it up later in the show, but you definitely need to come. It's going to be on that Friday. It, it's just, it's wonderful. I'm looking forward to that one so much. Um, so that was going to be my number two as well. And I, I don't know that I have anything to add to your experience of that other than just to... What re- was your first one? What did you think? I mean, it, I, I'd have been to a couple, but th- this was a bigger scale. It was a little overwhelming. And if you recall correctly, I was really... Uh, exhausted that night i don't remember and i wasn't feeling so well uh just i think mentally just just you know exhausted and that was such a pick me up and i i had no idea what to expect i was not expecting a a a location that had that that much space and then it blew me away that when we walked in it was shoulder to shoulder uh standing room only in that uh in the in the bar or tavern or whatever I forget what it where it was the arc bar the arc bar that's right yeah and i just you know and and to make it from one end of the room like we're, we we were talking to people right when we walked in that's right and then to make it to the other side took probably 4 hours and i remember ending well, well you yeah. and jay doing the floss was where where we ended the night or at least i did and uh, and it was just every five steps you're talking to somebody else and and they're you know they're sharing their story and their podcast story and their Star Wars story, and it wasn't just podcasters it was fans and you know everybody and so I was just blown away by that and I don't even know if there's a ways particularly to prepare for that other than just show up be ready to have a good time right, and, to and share. meet people and, and just be yourself get pictures yeah. you know pick people's brains have fun. I love talking to people, and I love... I hadn't noticed. I know, well, yeah. I've been trying to come out of my shell a little yeah, bit more, Yeah, it'd Tom. be good. It'd be good. I'll, I'll help you along the way. Please, please. Okay. The, Take my like hand, a, and, and let's go meet some people. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an air supply song. <laughs> no, that's so cool. It, it's fun. It's exciting. It's just... This gives me, like, a warm feeling. It's like Star Wars Thanksgiving without the turkey. Huh. Yeah. Well, Corey's sort of a turkey. Sometimes. In, in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do miss having Corey... On the show for sure, but uh, he'll be at celebration. I'll be yeah. at celebration. Tom will be at celebration. Lisa will be at celebration. Heck it's yeah! It's going to be a great, great time. So go to give us your third, your third memory. Uh, this the, is great. You know, this is really cool because I haven't thought about celebration in several months. When we did it right at, when we talked about it right after celebration, you're still sort of in that buzz and that you're still trying to like piece it all together. And now we're getting to reflect on it what half a year later almost almost a year later now and so this is this is cool i appreciate this yeah well another thing i'll just give one more because there's a few other things that we'll get to it was it was the after celebrations over besides the podcast meetup it was just like going out to dinners with friends like um we met and with my family and and, oh, yeah. and clayton and we went to dinner and that was wonderful and i got to introduce clayton to my oldest and then um jason the three of us got to have dinner with Jason Fry and Christian Blavelt at Lou Malinati's. We were there. The cast resistance was there. Yeah. Uh, talked to everybody. Right. <laughs> it seems like every time we're at a spot like that, 
um, you're like outside doing something, talking to somebody, and like some famous person walks by and like have this conversation, and you know, get invited to their wedding and stuff like that. Right. And you're outside. I'm and outside this, playing doing something in the else. Snow. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have a good excuse. Like I stepped outside to have a cigarette or something. I'm just outside. What What was I doing outside? I don't even know what I was, I was doing outside. In the restaurant. But I remember. I remember you said you said you realized that was the cast of Resistance. I'm like, what? I texted you. Right? I said, come on in. I think. I know, but you didn't tell me. Come on in, because the cast of Resistance is in here. <laughs> Wasn't there an exclamation point? Come on in. Maybe it was because you thought you might maybe not, I, I, think I you might. Your phone. I might fanboy a little too much when I came in. Like everyone. No, that's all right. No, that would be on not. you. I, I have faith in you. Yeah. No, that was cool. That, so that that's one. That's my last one I can think of for right now. That won't tie into something else we're going to talk about pretty soon. So so I guess then the last one I will share is, um, and it's kind of two. It's a two in one, but it, it's all related, and that is. Um, hanging out with you and Corey in the hotel room at the end of the night where we all, I mean, we did some recording there, but off the, off the mic, we just did, you know, even more like sharing and laughing at the jokes that we, that came up during the day and all of that. But, but really what I, what I remember the most is because there was a lot of times because of, of what you were doing we didn't get to hang out with you. Yeah. And, and there were times when Corey and I would spend half a day just by ourselves walking around. And then, um, but there were a lot of times that you were out doing things and we wouldn't really get to catch up with you until dinner that night. And even then it was, it was more social. And so it was at that time that you told us like all the cool stuff and gave us the details of it all. And I just thought that was so, I really felt like a I little boy, to to. I felt like a little boy sitting by the fireplace while my pa t- told me, about all the cool things that he got to do at work that day and but in seriousness that was that was really cool and that was exciting because I was excited for you but at the same time I was excited to hear the stories that you shared about meeting Anthony Daniels or talking to Kathleen Kennedy or or even you know just some of the other things that you were doing that didn't necessarily tie into a star or something like that it was it was just all that and so that was that I, I look forward to that again to hear your exploits and your adventures uh, at Star Wars Celebration well this one's going to be a pretty big one I can say that for sure looking forward to that this is Vanessa Marshall and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi Rise of the Resistance is now open on both coasts, Walt Disney World and Disneyland, so you need to consider booking that incredible vacation, and I can think of no better place to recommend than MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. It is what my family uses, and it is what Coffee with Kenobi uses. They are our travel partner, and we absolutely love working with Becky Mankin and the team at MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. They are the best. I trust them absolutely in planning these vacations. Their advice helps me maximize my vacation time and dollar, and it will you as well. Their no-cost, no-obligation quote when you use the service is wonderful, and they will also proactively adjust the booking if the rate goes down. Plus, they will help you plan as much or as little as possible. So if you like and you feel really comfortable about Disney World and Disneyland and the cruise lines, and you just want some little extra help along the way, that's fine. Or if you are new to this or not as comfortable planning it out because you don't want to miss anything, then MEI and Mouse Fan Travel is the absolute place for you to go. And trust me, I would not recommend Becky Mankin, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel if I didn't use the service, if I didn't love what they do and what they are standing for, and they really do want to help you have the best vacation possible. Go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash mousefantravel and sign up for a free, no-obligation quote. You'll have the best vacation possible and help out Coffee with Kenobi in the process. So let's talk about, we talked about budgeting and yep. for Star Wars Celebration and shopping. You, ha- you bought a Chopper t-shirt, is that right? I did. I did. As a matter of fact, it's, I have it on right now. Do you? I don't really ever take it off. That's what Daniel Lowe thinks. I know, I know. And so it, it, I will say it is my favorite Star Wars t-shirt from Celebration. Explain the private joke. We don't want to leave anybody out. The private joke is I met Dan Lowe um, at uh, Joliet Star Wars Day last June, and I was wearing this shirt. And then Dan Lowe and I communicated a lot electronically. And then the second time I saw him wasn't until this January um, at Steam into Star Wars, and I was wearing that shirt again, and he made the comment to me, I'm pretty sure 
all I have ever seen you in is your chopper t-shirt. And I said, well, I think you're right because we've only seen each other twice. And he goes, oh, yeah, I guess we have only seen each other twice. <laughs> he, he thought that we had seen each other a lot more, but we do communicate quite a bit. So, so nice guy. when I put it on today, I took a picture and I said, hey, Dan, for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way to give back. That's right. Uh, the shopping part, uh, Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, yeah. he has the original Han Solo Kenner Blaster. And so he has, like, a case. He bought a case to display that. And, and he has that in his office where he does all his show. And so there's opportunities to buy a lot of neat things that are Star Wars related that you don't know that existed mm-hmm. or existed a long time ago or are very, very niche. And you can use them for stuff. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, if I can find, like, a cool display thing for my Kenner X-Wing or something like that, I might get it to help kind of prop it up a little bit. Do you ever look for things like that? I do. Um, the things that I've, that sadly though, the things that I really want to display are, are, are large, like, um, my Millennium Falcon. It was the Empire Strikes Back, uh, Millennium Falcon, but to get a case for that to go into, that'd be huge. And I don't have any place in my house that would be. And a, how would that even work? I wonder. Uh, it'd just have to be a big rectangular square piece or something. Uh, like or, a shape of pizza, right? Uh, yeah, it'll be like a giant pizza box. Yeah. Like four of them stacked together that the Falcon can sit in. But yeah, I, I always look for things like that. Um, you know, one thing that I think would be neat is to have um, something for the... Did you already say the action figures? I didn't yeah. talk. I was okay. going to, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's a place to have the action figures where they, you know, they don't get bumped or knocked over. Or, you know, I'm always leery when I when I display those uh, counter action figures. I'm leery to display them with the weapons and the oh. and, because if if it falls off the shelf and and I don't notice it or someone doesn't notice it, and they just put them pegs. back up. Well, mine yeah. are on. Mine are on in my office. Mine are on those little. Pegs. Yeah, I've got the round pegs, but yeah. even then, you know, when the earthquake happens or something like that. In Illinois? It, yeah, it, they might just fall right off. But I'm always worried about losing the, the little guns and things like that. Sure. And so having a glass or a, a plastic clear case to put those in, I think that would be kind of cool. That would, are there any, there are about mm, eight or nine up from the Kenner line that I don't have still. And action every, figures? Yeah. And every year I go back, I want to like get one to add to my collection. I wish I had all of them when I was a kid. And I, I just, there was a few that from the Return of the Jedi line I just never bought because oh, they mm-hmm. were harder to find or whatever. Yeah. So there's a couple I still need. But the, the prices at Celebration Times are a lot more expensive than other places. Or I mean, you know, they're, they're vintage that haven't been out for a while. Right. So there's that. But are there any that you sort of would like to find or that you're missing from your collection? Hmm. Probably, I, I don't think so. The things that I'm, the things that I would like to find are the accessories, like I mentioned. Oh, um, I have a Tuscan Raider that doesn't have the stick. You have the Gaffney stick? No, nope. I think I might have an extra nope. actually. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I've got oh, quite a few. Just two hundred dollars, right? No, no, no. We, okay. What we used to do, honestly, and I think I told you this before when we were kids. Whenever we would go to um, shopping and like we we're going to look for a Star Wars action figure, sure. If we had all the ones that the store had. Then my dad and mom let us get an extra Jawa or a, a oh, okay. or a or a, one of the Sam people or a Stormtrooper because they're replaced. Is that those, an Ahsoka Tano sweater? It, it it looks like it. It and you got the cool. I'm noticing your backpack straps. Oh, that is the coolest. Sweet. Yeah, I love it. Do you want to come on the show? Yeah, come on up. What are you most looking forward to at the next celebration? Um, well, first, I've never been to California, so oh. that'll be an experience. Are you going to get to go to Galaxy's Edge? Uh, we're going to try, but the main focus is obviously celebration. But I guess the biggest thing is to it's see what other... It's worth it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We haven't been yet just because it's been, you know, like the, the craze. I know, it's You're crazy. the two. You're the two. I, I felt like I was the only person in the United States who loves Star Wars who has not yes. been. So, I, oh, good. Okay. I've been waiting for, like, not the... But, like... There's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that have been going, so we wanted to wait a little while. But, I mean, while we're there, we might as well go because we heard it's really close to you need, Anaheim, you need obviously. To but, um, it's literally a five-minute walk, honestly. Oh, then it'll probably have to happen yeah. because, I mean... It's in the rules. Oh, okay. Well, I know that they were, they were giving out, or they weren't giving out, but they were selling, like, uh, after dark passes... And sold out right away. Yeah, they instantly sold out. And we were kind of bummed about that. But at the same time, it's like, I kind of would rather go in the daytime anyways. Right. But uh, but I guess, like, the other famous people that would be there, like, Daisy Ridley, she was at Celebration in April. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping she does, like, meet and greets or pictures or something, because I would love to just be able to talk to her for a second. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or like even like Adam Driver would be cool. Like he would be a really great one, but it's one of those like they probably won't and like just I don't I, I guess I don't know. But like It would be great. It would yeah. be amazing. Sometimes I think just being in the same space with those people is very cool. I know in Chicago, when she came out on the Star Wars uh, stage set, did you see her when she came out oh, on yeah. the Star Wars stage? And, and I was standing, like, literally, I mean, 15, 20 feet away from her. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean that has, you, have to, you have to accept that as being about as close to, and conversational as you'll be with her. But I think that's what one thing that uh, Star Wars Celebration does for us is it, it does make them, you know, even though she's not going to do the meet and greet and she's not going to sign autographs for us, she's there. And yeah. she's talking to us in that setting, and we're face-to-face with her and others. Uh, so I love that. And I have to say, Brittany, um, I'm, I, I love where you're from, okay, because <laughs> that's where I was raised. So, oh, wow. So Oswego, uh, go Panthers. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. I mean, I, wanted, I still want to meet Mark Hamill. Oh, my gosh, yes. Wouldn't that be the best? That would be awesome. Get a picture. Now, when you were there, did you get a picture or an autograph with anybody? Oh, yes. Oh, man. Oh, cool. If let's I hear. I just throw them through. Yeah, so, um, the first two people I met was Freddie Prince Jr. I mean, I've loved him since I, I was love a young child. and he We've was, had him on the oh, show like five times. Oh, my gosh. He, oh, my God. It, just meeting him for like the five seconds or like really like a couple minutes that it was, it was he was just the nicest. Um, and then, oh, gosh, um, Ian McGregor, we met him too. We got to talk to him. Um, I got his autograph. We like jokingly were like, so we hear you're probably going to be in the next Star Wars movie. He goes, yeah, I just happen to be around. And we're like, <laughs> that was a quote. Like we just talked about the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for being on Coffee with Kenobi. Hopefully we'll see you at Celebration. Oh, yeah. No problem. Thank you so much. How perfect is that? Because absolutely. Brittany likes and has been a celebration. So that's good. Yeah. And it was his first celebration as well. It was. Um, vendors and experiences. You talked about trying to get out there and get those autographed copies of those books that you were looking for, those exclusive covers, right. which they often have at Del Rey. Uh, and there's always authors and like that kind of that. There's like an artist alley and an author alley. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they mm-hmm. call it author alley. We I mean, get autographs. Is there a certain like author or artist that would be like a dream for you to meet and get their autograph or get a picture with? Well, I mean. Surely, uh, especially with the um, High Republic coming out, any of those uh, oh, yeah. Project Luminous authors. That'll be huge. From uh, Claudia Gray uh, to Charles Soule, Jose Daniel Old, or Daniel Jose Older, any of those uh, people, I would love to get uh, the autograph and photo with. I'm, I'm always mixed autograph or photo, photo, autograph. Um, I, I think it's when easy it, for me. I think when it comes to a book, I want the autograph. Um, the 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 stars, the movie, uh, the film, TV stars. I think I want photos with them. Um, but I, you know, I'll take whatever. I mean, yeah. it, the, it's all cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, any of those books, I would and authors, I would love to meet and talk to. Um, and one thing that I did not do that I will definitely be doing more of at this celebration is walking through the artists at alley i picked up a few prints from last uh celebration and those have really been my prized possessions from that trip are those prints i got them framed i have an ahsoka a really cool ahsoka print that has her in her um rebels uh post her post rebels attire but then off to one side you get two profiles on either side of the picture one is young ahsoka fulcrum ahsoka and then i don't know sabine ahsoka explorer sure um i have that one i got um another uh print of uh of ray uh and on jakku and I just and then and then I think I've shared on the show before. Um, my sister got me for Christmas a stormtrooper painting at the Indie Disney meetup. Oh yeah! And so I've really been putting more of a an effort art. into picking up original art from uh, and and so that will definitely be a place where I walk through a lot more this year. We had quite a few artists last year before celebration started plugging their pieces and yeah. And that was pretty cool, too. They're a really nice guy, like Jason Christman and, and Joe Caroni and people like that. What about you on the vendor side of things? What, what will you be looking at or looking for? I mean, I just like to see beautiful things. You know, I like to see cool things. You know, like, I like sure. seeing the art. I like seeing the, the reimaginings of different things from the films. I'm such a sucker for the original trilogy and the vintage mm-hmm. stuff anyway. So I like that. As far as, far as authors go, you know, I, I would be cool to reconnect with somewhere or to like get to actually 
meet Charles Soul face to face, or yeah. you know, I mean, I have no I idea. I mean, you've interviewed many of them, so. right? Yeah, and which is nice. And, and yes. sometimes, and some of them I met face to face, some I have not. Um, I don't know if Pablo has any books coming out or like mm-hmm. people like that, but it would be fun. I love talking to Pablo. Have you have you ever talked to Pablo? I've not. No. Okay, so we'll have to make that happen if he's if you guys that'd be cool. Him. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. He's a really fun, charming guy. Obviously, very entertaining on Twitter. Was when he was public on Twitter, right? So I just I just like that. I last year, um, Liz Heineke, yes, and Cole and Cole Gordon um, were there, Gordon, of course, yep. and and I talked to Cole many times, and as is you. Mm-hmm. Um, but Liz, I had not met until then, and she was so charming and so oh, funny. Oh, she's great. And I think it's fun to see that these people are are really nice people. That Of course, they like Star Wars, but they're just good people, and they're just like us. They want to have fun. They want to connect. They want to share what they've created and just get to know people. Right. And I think that's really, really fun. It is. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Uh, and like I said, I, I never had the opportunity to get in there and get any of those special... Special covers. And, I know. And they're, and they're really hard. It's almost like you have to be a vendor to get a chance. Almost. Almost. Um, but, uh, you know, again, it, it may, it's the thrill of the attempt to get there. Yep. It's the, it kind of, actually, one thing I really did like about it is the, the desire to get those got me on the show floor earlier. Or not earlier, but like quickly. And so even though I, you know, the line was done by the time I got to it or their line was clearly too long to, to be successful in getting a copy of the special cover or the autograph, I was on the show floor right away. And so then I just kind of explored from there. So I, was, I also think it's really cool to get around on the show floor. Um, I spent some time over at the Fantasy Flight Games. You know that. I and do. I met our listener, uh, David Nicely, and his two yes. daughters. And uh, his one daughter and I uh, paired up against uh, David and his other daughter, and we uh, played some X-Wing. And uh, I, really, I really like that opportunity to get to take a look at some of these games and have the experts from Fantasy Flight or whatever the game company is right there to kind of show you the, the intricacies of the game. There are a lot of stuff I learned there by playing with them watching and giving suggestion. I learned a lot of things about that game uh, playing with them. So it's another way to be social, to meet Star Wars people, to have a conversation while playing a really cool Star Wars game. And last year in April, it was the was near the launch of uh, the new game, uh, Star Wars Outer Rim, which is just phenomenal. And I was glad I got to watch that be played there. It was very cool. Yeah, there's a lot of chances to interact. I mean, that's where we got to try Vader Immortal. You know, that's the, right. The ILMFX Labs. That was so great. That was great. So powerful and so fun. Now there are three chapters to that. Uh, so let's shift gears a little bit. Sure. Uh, who do you most want to see? Like, not interact with, not necessarily get an autograph or a picture with, but just be around and just to see them would be kind of a cool thrill. There, there's no limit. Hmm. Let me think about that for a second. Well, you earlier talked about Harrison Ford. That would be phenomenal to see him up on stage somewhere in person and to hear him speak. I'm um, trying to think. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go Dave Filoni. I would, you never, I've never, never met. I've never met Dave, nor have I seen him in person. Really? Never been Not in the same room with the guy. And I think he, from hearing what you've talked about with him to everything I've read about him, experienced his work, I mean, what a genius. I mean, to be in, to be in the room for, with someone who's, who's dreamt up and created these stories that I absolutely love and I'm passionate about. And give me these stories that give me goosebumps and make me anticipate, you know, the next Friday when it's released on Disney Plus, you know, all the, just, that'd be really cool. What about uh, George? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> of course that would be that would be phenomenal. That's probably, is that would you say that is the trifecta? George Lucas, Harrison Ford, Dave Filoni? Probably. Really? Probably. What about where'd you put Hamill? Um He wouldn't be in those top 3. Really? Those I, no. Really? No. I mean, it's not that I don't like him or anything. No, of, of course, course I would not. love to I'd love to meet Harrison Ford or um Mark Hamill. Yeah. But for some reason, he's so much more accessible. 
Oh, that's fair. You know, through social media and through through the media in general, that I guess I don't feel the need to have to see him face to face. But believe me, I'm not going to turn Wouldn't that down. Wouldn't it be great if I said if he was actually behind you right now and I was setting you up? Oh, dude. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be really embarrassing. I'd turn red. So I'll have to say, you know, for when he's listening to the show, because I know he's a regular yeah, listener. Of course. You know, I want to say definitely I would want to uh, meet him. But again, I think it does come back to that accessibility. You know, Harrison Ford is not accessible. You know, every now and then on a late night show, you know, you might you might come across him. Um, same thing with George Lucas and, and Dave Filoni. They're just not out there. But those are three guys that I, I've, I don't know. I know very little about, but I love their work. And they're also very, very busy people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, that, and that's one thing that I always remind people. Look, the people there want to chat with you and they want to interact with you. But they're also doing their promoting things. They're working. Mm-hmm. They're busy. You know, for us, it's a, it's a convention and a celebration. But it's also a job. So is Mark Hamill yours? Is he your top because he's one person you have not met, he's right? Probably. Yeah, I think that would be the, the super cool one to, you know, he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Right? Now, the one person that I would love to, if, if I had the opportunity to have a conversation with somebody, it would be Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, which you have done. I, I've met her, and we had a, sh- because of a snafu with the photo, with the camera, I actually did get to talk to her very briefly, probably, you know, 30, 45 seconds. But if I could have a sit down with any of those people, it would be Ashley, just She's just because crazy. my daughters absolutely adore her, and I would just have so much to talk about with with her. Right. Well, so my next question is, who would you want to pay to get a pic or autograph with? Uh, and you also have to set uh, the price amount that you think they would charge. That might be is this fun. is this wide open? It's even wide to open. People that yeah, it would be Daisy Ridley. Yeah, I'd okay. love to have a photo with Dave, Daisy Ridley, and um, I'm trying to think. You know. What, what is the most you would like if you have six months to plan and um, you know not get a divorce? What would be the most money you would be willing to spend? <laughs> wow, you put some pretty heavy criteria on me there. Um, well, I was willing to pay 150 to get a picture with Ian McDermott and um, Sam Witwer. So, or no, 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 Ray, Ray Park. Park, Ray Park. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, the voice, the person. It's yeah, hard. It's hard close. to tell them. Part, yeah. But I, so I paid 150 dollars to see those two guys, and so I would probably, I'd probably do. You know the same, or even maybe up to two two fifty for Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Um, if I got to do a group, which I tried to do last year, it'd be the Rebels group. Yeah, hands that, down. Well, that's a great one. I mean, they're awesome people. Yeah. Oh, oh, but then I say, Jet and Cat and like the the Clone but Wars group. You got uh, a picture with them for free last year. I did get a picture Jet with them. And yeah. They were on our podcast stage. Yes, and I asked them what kind of coffee they like. Yes, you did. But don't don't I don't remember what they said. said I was uh, cream, plenty of sugar. Yeah, I believe. Okay, I'm glad you remember. Oh yeah, I do. I remember <laughs> you being excited to ask him that. I do think it would be Mark Hamill. I mean, I I've never met Mark. I've he's you know in many ways the face of the franchise mm-hmm. for a long time, and he's you know of course he's back in the fold with the Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker. So, you know, you really can't go wrong with the guy that helped to start it all. Right. It's a great choice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So here's the thing. What would you change about Celebration that would make it uh, more enjoyable for you or, or more, um, I don't know, I don't want to say practical for you? Because there's, it's just, uh, there's got to be something that you would think, you know what, this is great, but. Yeah. I mean, I, while you're thinking about that, I can go if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. For me, it's the store. I mean, they've, they've figured out... Um, the presentations and the breakout sessions and the and the big panels at the beginning with the lottery, which I think is great. I really do think it's great. I mean, you may not get it, but everybody has equal playing field. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. It takes away the worry about the weight and all that stuff. But the fact that it's so hard to get into the store, and if you actually are lucky enough to get into the store, you have to spend a lot of your day trying to do it. Or when you finally do make it, all the exclusive stuff that you wanted is already picked clean. Okay, initially, my first thought was I'd bring a second pair of shoes. <laughs> I, I only wore I, I I wore the pair of shoes that I did not intend to bring, and uh, and it actually worked out for me okay. But there, a second pair of shoes uh, would have been nice, just to give my foot something different to be in while spending all that time walking and standing and just being out and about. I mean, I wore you know I wear a Fitbit, and so I was putting in anywhere from twenty or fifteen to twenty five thousand steps a day at uh, Star Wars Celebration, which was a lot. It's a lot of up and down and around the expo. But as far as uh, the experience of Celebration itself, 
if I were to do something a little differently, um, it has nothing to do with celebration itself. It has to do with myself, and that is taking more time to reflect on it each day so that I remember the details of it. Because I've, I didn't write anything down at night. And it sounds, I don't know, maybe it's cheesy, maybe it's not. But no, I wish, and I mean, you know, I have my photos to go back and look at. But I don't really have my thoughts and like how hard I had to either fight to get to something or something like that. So it's more, it's more, it's less to do with their experience. I thought the experience was really well put together. Um, I don't know that I would change anything. We, you know, you and Corey um, had prepared me for the, you know, let's let's make sure we know what we want to do, but it's all going to change anyway. But still have an idea because there there were a couple things that I went to that I was like, man, I I probably wouldn't have done this had I not really planned it out and looked into it. Like when I went to the um, to the uh, to the Star Wars Legion minifigure painting, and I went to the Fantasy Flight uh, panel. I was really glad I did those things, but. I might have gotten lost on the floor had I not. So I can't, I can't say that it would be that. I think it's just basically going back in the reflection of, of the event itself on my, my part. Mm-hmm. No, and that's nice. And, and that would be actually a fun thing for people to do. You know, you can start a blog or do sort of a daily reflection on a video reflection yeah. or something like that. I think that would be interesting because I think we all like to sort of share in these moments and memories together, yeah. which, again, leads me back to the... The podcast meetup, it is on Friday, August 28th at the Hilton Anaheim Mix Lounge Hotel. Uh, well, it's the, basically, it's the lobby inside that hotel right across from the actual convention itself. Starts at 7 o'clock as soon as the show floor closes. And I wrote it to whenever our Republic credits run out. Again, all podcasts are welcome. All podcast listeners are welcome. Uh, you don't need to tell us you're showing up. You can just show up. Just we want to have you. We want to have you there. It's, it's going to be great great fun listening to coffee with kenobi you are the podcast you're looking for this is <laughs> that's going to do it for this week's show thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to have a cup of coffee with me and for helping to spread the word about our star wars family we've got here at coffee with kenobi To join us in the CWK Cafe, which is our Facebook group, and share your Star Wars thoughts, comments, reviews, and opinions in a family-friendly, spoiler-free place that is also drama-free, go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash community and be part of the conversation, talk about this week's show, or just talk some Star Wars. It is a lot of fun, and you'll make some new friends, as well as catch up with longtime friends there as well. I also want to thank all of our new and longtime members of the CWK family and let you know how much I appreciate your help and support. I love being able to give back to you with CWK Pour Over, the exclusive weekly podcast not heard anywhere else. I want to thank our CWK family members, Jason Hall, Dennis Keithley, Colby Mead, Jessica Berry, Adam Bankhurst, David Nicely, Jeff Ellis, Ross Halliban, Frank Mulder, Alexander Moylan, Aaron Harris, Chris Gavarka, Angela Sauce, Susan Gray, Connie Shi, Tyler Pompey, Hannah, Alex Procasio, Ian Thompson, Simbot Detradarian, Christine Turk, Kurt McKellen, Dan Ream, Brian Harding, Blake Weaver, Jim Capron, Caroline Maselli, Chris Metz, LJ Souter, Thea Selby, Daz Davies, Christian Dale, Brian McKinney, Jared Cantor, BJ Smith, Eric Struthers, Nick Deco, and Mark Souter. If you want to be an exclusive member of our CWK family, go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com support. It's a great way to help support and help out the show, and 10% of your monthly contributions go directly to the St. Jude Children's Hospital to support the incredibly important work they are doing to help these brave children and their families. In addition to being a part of the community on Facebook, please don't forget to visit our website at www.coffeewithkenobi.com for Star Wars news, announcements, reviews, videos, and so much more. If you have a question for me or just want to share your thoughts on the air, feel free to email me at danzy at coffeewithkenobi.com and I'll share them on the show. You can also connect with me on Twitter at MrZare, M-R-Z-E-H-R. There are also a lot more ways to connect with me and Coffee with Kenobi on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeewithkenobi and check us out on Pinterest. You can find me twice a month on the podcast Looking at Lucasfilm, part of the Jim Hill Media Podcast Network, 
And you can find my writing on CWK's website, as well as StarWars.com and on IGN. And if you are considering starting a podcast or a blog, let me know how I can help you get started and help you make your creative vision a reality. Be sure to check out DanzyMedia.com and we can get the process started. I am also available to come to your school, conference, business, or organization to talk about how to tap into your strengths and help you bring out your very best. I want to inspire you to be inspired. Don't be afraid to take that first step into a larger world. Thanks, as always, to our CWK sponsors, especially MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, our travel partner, and your one-stop shop for all things Walt Disney World, Disneyland, the Disney Cruise Lines, or anywhere on the planet that you want to go on vacation. Please go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash mousefantravel to book your magical vacation and help support Coffee with Kenobi in the process. If you like the show, please tweet out that you're listening, share it on Facebook, or invite your friends and family to tune in and share a cup of coffee with us. And if the force is especially with you, please take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Every review makes a huge difference and helps spread the word. For celebration, and we're, we're a little bit away, but, yeah. you know, it's not too early to start planning, start thinking as Lucasfilm starts to reveal the different panels and the guests and the opportunities and the merchandise. There's going to be plenty for you to think about. We will be with you every step of the way. Tom, any last-minute things you want to say? No. Well, yeah. The last thing I would say is I think it's so awesome that it's going to be right there where Galaxy's Edge is. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, it's it's a little overwhelming to think about experiencing Star Wars Celebration and Galaxy's Edge in the same, you know, four or five days. But I'm so stoked and pumped for uh, for Galaxy's Edge. Like I've said many times, I feel like I'm the last person. Well, Brittany and I yeah. are the last two people in the United States who love Star Wars who haven't been to Galaxy's Edge. But it's going to be there. And I can't, oh, I just can't wait for that. I can't wait to walk into Batu with you guys and with Lisa. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. So if you have anything you want us to look at or talk about specifically regarding Star Wars Celebration, please let us know at the usual places danzi at coffee with kenobi.com feedback at coffee with kenobi.com or tom g at coffee with kenobi.com right. for your email and of course you can find us on twitter and everywhere else like i just mentioned so until next time everybody thank you so much and remember this is the podcast you're looking for this podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Coffee with Kenobi unless otherwise indicated. This is the podcast you're looking for. There's no one here. Move along. Move along.